0: Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World. Hello, and welcome back to Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World guardianship. Today, I would like to welcome Mary Doody, director of young learners at King's Education, Lana Foster, our managing director here at Bright World, and Louis Spice, our regional manager and captivating question master for today. With many boarding school students deciding to stay in the UK for Christmas due to ongoing travel restrictions and quarantine requirements, Brightwell has identified a need to put some extra provision down for our students and for other students at UK boarding schools. Mary has been working with us to create some fantastic residential solutions for the Christmas holidays and has joined us today to tell us more about it. So I will hand you all over now to Louis.
1: Thank you very much, Leah. Um, Hello, Lorna and hello, Mary. Hello. Hello. Um, So on the last podcast, uh, a few weeks back, we were speaking about Christmas options. And I know, Lana, you were very reserved and you weren't giving much away at the time. I was secretive. You were indeed. (laughs) Um, You just at the time said that there was um, things in store and things, plans underway. Um, But I believe today marks the big reveal um, of Bright World and King's Education's Relax and Revise at Christmas programmes which are going to be not only available to Brightwell students, but also to any international boarders who may need somewhere to stay over the holidays. Firstly, Mary, can you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit more about um, King's Young Learners and your role there?
2: Thank you, Louis, and hello, everybody. Um, my name is Mary, and I'm the director at King's Young Learners, part of the King's Education Group. We're an international education organisation who um, organise study holidays for junior students um, from the age of 8 to 17, generally speaking, in the summertime. The wider company um, runs all sorts of English language courses and academic courses for students from 8 to 80 really so we're very well used to dealing with international students and hopefully um, have have, uh, experienced lots of different scenarios in the past.
1: Yeah it certainly sounds like you have plenty of experience in that field. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay so Lana it's your big moment Um, you can finally reveal (laughs) to us where are the Christmas centres that will be hosting the programme?
3: Yeah it's so exciting um Yes, the new centres, the additional centres that Bright World um, are launching uh, with King's Education operating for Christmas are Padworth College, which Mm -hmm. is near Reading. So, very, very well positioned in the countryside, but very centrally and quite near London. Yeah. And secondly, the most fabulous um, university residence. It's a state of the art brand new um, provision in Bournemouth by the seaside the healthy seaside and it's part of the Arts University Bournemouth and Mary has organized our exclusive use of the facilities there and the facilities are just going to be amazing I shall leave that to Mary to tell us more about a bit later on
1: Yeah, brilliant. So sounds like two very different options uh, for students, um, which is fantastic. Um, Obviously, this is a joint venture between Bright World and King's Education. Um, What makes this such a good working relationship? I'm going to leave this open to both of you. Um, I don't know if Lana, if you want to start.
3: Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, um, I've obviously got a lot of contacts within the boarding school sector, who And we've got our own students at Bright World who, for one reason, and particularly quarantine, are asking us for somewhere to go at Christmas because they're not going to go home, to see their families. They're going to stay in the UK for the period. So there's a much more increased need for a provision at Christmas this year. And a lot of the boarding schools that we work with are asking me, Lana, you know, can you help with students who aren't under your guardianship? Because you're usually able to do that in some other situations. So, from our point of view, it's a win-win in that we are going to be able to help. um, and that is the job of a guardianship organization. It is to help parents and students who need somewhere to stay in the holidays, and it's to help boarding schools to facilitate their welcome of international students into their schools so of course who did I turn to um well it was not a difficult choice to to go to Mary at King's education because I've worked with Mary for nearly 30 years dare I say it
1: wow
3: (laughs) yes Um, (laughs) and we're still talking so we um we see we work really well together and I've got an awful lot of respect for Mary and for King's and I believe that when you're trying to do something in life you should ask the professionals so in terms of who should operate the program for us then I think the very best people to do it for us are King's Education
2: Thank you. <laughs> well, equally I, I'd echo that in saying that it's it's important to be confident with people that you are working with, particularly when it comes to dealing with juniors and our history, so to speak, for itself. And that as Lana said, it goes back almost 30 years. This would have actually been my 31st summer doing um, summer camps with students had it had it happened, sadly, this summer didn't allow. But um I think to have that confidence in each other is a good uh, starting point in the first place because we want to make sure there's a good foundation um, because this is a slightly new venture for me in doing a Christmas programme. Um, that said, it's it's a very similar style of delivery, I guess, that we will carry out as to the, the many summer camps and Easter camps and off-season camps that have run in the past. I feel very confident that Lana will um, support us and and um, and guide us as to what the client wants, and also um, represent us very well. And hopefully, we in turn can deliver for her.
3: Yes, thanks, Mary. It's a marriage made in heaven.
1: (laughs) It certainly (laughs) sounds like it. Um, So let's look a bit closer at each of the centres. So, Mary, as Lana said, um, I know you you can give us some more specifics about the centres and why why you chose Padworth College and Arts University Bournemouth
2: sure um well as lana said there is a great need there this this christmas for a bit of support with the boarding schools having worked so hard this past term and i think for the first time ever i can say that i'm very well rested <laughs> having uh, not had to work a summer so we're very keen to sort of get something up and running um i always have a watchful eye in that i i uh, work with a lot of different schools in the summertime we uh, have pop-up summer schools if you like so i know what Mm -hmm. Works and what doesn't work for students. And um, under Alana's uh, guidance, she explained the kind of age groups that were um, potentially going to be looking for places to stay. So I wanted to appeal, I suppose, a little bit to the older and to the younger uh, population that may need uh, uh, provision this Christmas. So for me, Padworth College was a great choice in that, I think Alana said there a few moments ago, it's located in the countryside. It's a very self-contained campus. Um, I was very impressed with the um The bedroom situation there in that most of the rooms are single and yet we can offer a few twins to perhaps some of the younger students Um, and that's I think a very good thing for for the year that is in it, it's it's best for students to have their own rooms and there's some nice facilities on the site because they are are, are running boarding schools so they have some good social and sports spaces for us to use so for me that was a, a good choice for perhaps the slightly younger age range even though I am offering it to students Um, from the age of (laughs) 7 to 17. And then um, the Arts University at Ormus really kind of sprang to mind as a place that might be a very opportunity to to start off with now because we've already had some chats with them about the future and because they have a brand new residence that has yet to be occupied um but it is ready they are just landscaping the outside at the moment not very nice in this weather (laughs) but um the residence is ready for occupation they just haven't uh, had the student population to put in there this year again because of covid so it is um the residence itself is brand new all single rooms, all private bathrooms. They're um, flat arranged in flats, which make it quite secure that I can put certain um, uh, age groups or, or genders <laughs> into the flats. And then across the road from the, the brand new residence is the university itself, which hosts um, amazing state-of-the-art um, arts rooms and IT rooms and design rooms, a couple of which we will have use of and I'll talk about the program later and the students also will dine there and there's there's some other sort of classroom and social spaces we can use and all of that even though it's not it's a more open campus it's still very contained it's two minutes to get from from the accommodation to the to the, um, the main uh, social and, and the food areas. So for me, it was a good combination to offer both. And also, um, even though the university is in Bournemouth, it's in the suburbs of Bournemouth. So it can be quite contained. Or if restrictions, uh, or should I say, restrictions loosen, uh, we also maybe can make some use of um, Bournemouth itself to, to do some activities with the kids. Though so that it will be a little bit dependent on on the restrictions and how they, they pan
3: out closer to Christmas. Because Bournemouth is a beautiful, you know, it's a really fantastic seaside town, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So to- it's the
2: home of uh, international education, actually. <laughs> Bournemouth It has more language schools than any other town in, in the country. Yeah. So they're very and- used to, to dealing with foreign students.
3: Yeah. And for Many students who are in boarding schools, you know, predominantly in the countryside or in cities, it, it will make for a really nice change to to go to somewhere where they can see the sea and you know hopefully maybe have beach <laughs> and stuff like that.
2: Absolutely and, and we have to be mindful of what we can offer I guess um, I think given the, the, the times we are in so to have something that's by the sea and to have something that is also a self-contained campus in Padworth hopefully allows us that flexibility that the kids won't be stuck indoors all of the time like they may be if it was a, a city centre location or something. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's that's <coughs> what um my next question was going to be regarding is um normally on our relaxed and revised courses there's lots of activities planned, lots of chances to get off site and do things. Um obviously this year that can't it can't really go ahead as normal in that sense. So what kind of activities are there going to be on offer? Um and is there anything festive planned for the children as well?
2: Sure. Well, I've had to get quite uh, creative in my thinking <laughs> in putting the programme together, and it's still a, a, a work in motion, if you like. Um, I've already reached out to some of my, my staff that I would normally take on through the summer season, or some of the staff, sadly, that aren't able to work for me at the moment because uh, of work restrictions, and told them all that part of their getting the job would be to come with some ideas um, about some good Christmas things that we can do. But we do have a couple of um, things up our sleeves. Um As I say, we may be able to get off site a little, but that um, will be dependent on on what happens over the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to assume that we will have to spend most of our time on site and around the the various campuses. We um, are planning to do a little bit of a Christmas theme uh, in the couple of weeks leading up to Christmas at least with things like some baking classes, um, some card making, Potentially some carol singing, but that may have to be social distance. Singing is not really allowed too yeah. much at the moment. We'll do things like decorating Christmas tree and um, a little bit of uh, sort of Christmas traditions in teaching the students. Um, but I also am looking at the moment to, to bringing in some specialist staff. Particularly in Bournemouth, I have access to some of their own uh, university staff who are, are experts in everything from IT to art to design. Um, so I'm actually chatting to the university at the moment about potentially having some small group um Uh, classes if you like of various different sort of artistic leaning activities for the students Mm -hmm. to be able to do on site and equally and Patworth not to leave it out um, I'm chatting to a performing arts school who may come in and do some workshops with the students so I want to keep it as um, as lively as possible but being a bit mindful I suppose of of the restrictions that we're all under
3: yes I mean I on the brochure I've put um, you know I felt I wanted to sort of um give the impression that it's going to be a festive welcome
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, in a in a covid 19 safe <laughs> environment I think it's really important that um, we that the that, that parents know that we're going to keep the high standards of boarding schools going seamlessly in terms of social mm-hmm. distancing and keeping students safe but on the same, we want students to feel a sense of family feeling and warmth and festive welcomes. Um, I particularly envisage a big Christmas tree in the mm-hmm. hall of the Padworth College because it's such a wonderful country house that um I think it's a lovely um location for that Christmassy welcome.
2: Yeah. And I've already been looking up things like little kind of festive treasure hunts and and just, you know, festive movies, really to try and keep that spirit going. Of course, if we are allowed to take the the students off site, we can look to things like open air markets or if there's carol singing off site for them to get a feel. But at the moment, my plan is to organise activities and even for the specialists who come in to have a a festive theme and what what they will deliver um, either um, in performing arts or in an artistic sense.
1: Yeah, it's, it sounds. It sounds like they're going to have plenty to do anyway, um, no matter what which centre um, they go to. Um, sure, I know. I I sort would also
2: that. say that we're we're aware of the fact that this is their holiday time. So whilst in the summer it's a summer school and they make it quite compulsory for the students to do things, there will be an element of flexibility. I've already spoken to the schools about doing a slightly later breakfast so the kids get a lie in. <laughs> and there will be kind of opportunity for them to just hang out as, as teenagers like to do <laughs> and and you know, just um play on their computers or, or, or their iPods or whatever as well so it won't all be go 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 there will be a, um, a time for them to be able to relax a little as well
3: yes um, the important thing is and I think that's one of the reasons why our relax and revised formula is so successful is that we understand that these children are on their holiday so mm-hmm. they've been at school all term And they don't, the last thing they want to do is have a regimented, you know, as Mary said, a regimented schedule that they have to follow. Mm. They actually are quite tired and they just want the flexibility of having late breakfasts and revising and relaxing and chilling out um, as well as then having some exciting stuff to do. So it's a perfect solution for them really because they're not going to have to do any lessons that they don't want to.
1: Um, or need to. Yeah, so all all about keeping that balance. Yeah. Um. So I know we we've, we've obviously touched on the whole element of containment of the sites and things like that. So what exactly will the setup be like in terms of complying with government guidance regarding COVID?
2: Sure. Well, I'm kind of taking my lead from the excellent uh, way that the board of the British Boarding Schools Association have set things up, and and the schools have followed it. That said, we will hopefully have lots of students from different schools coming together, so we need to be even more mindful of the fact that we want to keep that bubble effect or uh, the uh, lack of. Um, of mixing too much in place if you like as we move forward. So uh, we thought that we would start with ensuring that everybody on site um, arrives feeling safe and to that end we're going to carry out a Covid test on all attendees as well as on my staff (laughs) um, before they come to the school. So nobody should arrive at the centre Covid positive (laughs) that at least we're all starting like that um I will then um look at the age range age ranges that we've got and try and bubble people with a similar age group in the summer I tend to do that for no maximum no more than a a maximum of a three-year spread of ages so I would probably put my I don't know 13 14 15 year olds together and then my 16 and 17 year olds together to form different bubbles and they will dine and do their activities in those bubbles and if we do manage to get off site the same thing will happen. Um, Both Padworth and um, the Arts University are sending me their uh, compliance material if you like on um, maximum room capacities for when they are in the dining room or when they're they're using social sports and and classroom areas and I will very much just follow those and I think this is a a plan that's ever moving because things change quite a lot so I won't have my final COVID plan absolutely ready until uh, days before it opens but you know as an organisation King's has its own um, uh, year-round operation up and running again thankfully since September so again I'll be able to lean a little bit on what they're doing and getting risk assessments together. All of that should be in place and, and, and carried through. Um, uh, as a, an employee, I've already had some COVID safety training and I would be passing that on to my own team <laughs> to ensure that everybody is, is prepared and then the usual masks, and gloves and sanitation <laughs> where, where it's necessary as well.
3: Yeah, I think that's going to provide, you know, a lot of reassurance to parents and also schools because they been keeping their students so safe for all of the term and making that move to another household effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, they really want to ensure that guidance is being followed and I'm fully confident that it will be um, and just working with you so far just realise how important you realise it is. So it's fantastic, I'm cool with
2: Absolutely. It. And and our, our, if you like, um, Association of Language Schools have weekly, called English UK, they have weekly updates on any new government uh, announcements. and There's weekly trainings on different areas of classroom safety and accommodation safety. And I'm very much in touch with all of that. You know, and in turn, I'll be passing that on to to, to the team that will be running the schools. I'll also be quite present myself. So I'll be having that that COVID test <laughs> before it all starts.
3: Are you going to wear your mother Christmas outfit?
2: <laughs> well, I, I think I've convinced the uh, the bursar at the university to come in as a, as Father Christmas on Christmas Day <laughs> already. So uh, I might have to be an elf or something. <laughs>
1: For for any potential students listening, of course, that was a lie, and the real Father <laughs> Christmas will be will be there. Oh,
3: um, versus
1: just
2: his assistant. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, sadly, social distance. There will be no sitting on the knee anymore. Yes. I'm <laughs> uh, <I know. laughs> um,
1: so um, the programs were first published last week. Um, sent out to everyone. Everyone we know. Um, what's the interest been like in them so far, Lana?
3: Well, you'll know as well as me, Louis, because obviously Louis is not only our question master, but he's also one of our top salespeople at Brightworld. And the response has been really good so far. A lot of uh, parents have expressed interest and a lot of our boarding schools are really pleased that they've got this solution Um, to offer to their students and parents and they've been emailing out the links to the brochures and website um, to parents so I think everyone's on half term at the moment and so they're not really thinking oh we've got to book for Christmas but they'll be looking at it all and I think once half term's over then people will then be looking only towards Christmas and be making their decisions. We've had lots of bookings in already, um, but we're expecting obviously a lot more over the next two or three weeks. But the the early signs are that it's an extremely both centres are extremely popular options for different age groups and different situations. But it's very exciting, isn't it, Louis?
1: Absolutely, yeah, um, and I think it's easy to see why um, after that why they are going to be popular options um yeah sign me up
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was i was listening to all those i was like i'm so jealous i want to go manna can I, I go to the r&r <laughs> they have <laughs> got baking classes and arts and crafts <laughs> i'm just doing baking arts. classes at school <laughs>
2: I was told I I'd normally go back to Ireland for Christmas, but obviously not this year, and I was telling my nieces and nephews about it last night, and they want to come over from
0: Ireland, for it, so that's good. We'll all be coming, we'll all be bundling
2: yeah. in.
1: Um, well, that's brilliant. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, Lana. Um, as I said, yeah. it's, clear to, it's clear to see why they're going to be popular courses.
0: Absolutely, Mary, thank you so much for joining us today and, and helping Bright provide this incredible opportunity. And I'm sure it's going to reassure so many overseas parents and schools here in the UK, letting them know that there's, there's going to be a really nice, friendly, safe place for students to stay over the holidays. You know, it's, it's a tough time to know that they're going to go somewhere festive and fun, but also COVID-19 safe is so important. So thank, thank you. you.
2: You're
0: welcome. Adlana, <laughs> of course, thank you so much for joining us today to chat about this. You must have been bursting
3: with anticipation yeah, <laughs> to let
0: everyone know what was going on.
3: I was. I'm very excited to be able to launch it um, on the podcast today. So, And thank you, Mary, for joining us and Louis for hosting and Leah as well for hosting. Thank you very much.
2: Brilliant. Thank
3: you. And of course, thank, thank you. you to
0: everybody who's listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bright Sounds, a podcast from Brightwell Guardianships. If you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today, please visit our website www.brightworldguardianships.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to find out more. Bright Sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms or by subscribing directly to us on Podbean. Please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our Bright World team and expert guests. Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.